Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, halo, and thank you, thank you, one and all, for returning back to the one and only Sacred Icon Podcast, where we waddle on up with our fat-ass cheeks to sit down and dish on all things Halo. It's round three, round tres, the third discussion in our look back on the legacy of the Master Chief Collection. In our first episode, we discussed the rise what it was like when the announcement dropped and the positive hype train that followed for Brian and I in our budding friendship up until launch. In the fall, we put on the negative Nancy hats and dished on how freaking awful that launch was, as well as what followed. We thought all hope was lost, but like a clickbait tease on an episode of Mari, what happens next will shock you. Saw dudes, it's me, your boy, Joshy Washi, and joined with me as always is my buddy, my pal, and my friend, and the guy who proceeded to laugh at me upon getting me uh, upon me getting booted from the end of our initial combat evolve session on launch night, ladies and gentlemen, your host waiting in the wings, my buddy Brian Arvet. You know, Josh, maybe that's maybe that's part of the reason why you don't like Halo One Anniversary's graphics so much. Maybe it's because of that that memory that's associated. They stink so bad on three four three guilty spark. I could see so much more clearly the stink of the Master Chief Collection. It was dog shit. But this episode is going to be going over what is great about MCC and how in the after, or not the aftermath, in the, man, I can't get these titles straight, in the redemption (laughs) of MCC. The rise, the fall, and now the redemption. I feel like it's those freaking, uh, uh, what do you call them? War of the Apes movies that are <laughs> do those. I still don't know which one's the first one. It's it's, it it's Rise. Is it Dawn? Off. I think it's Rise because it feels like Dawn should be first. But whatever. Uh, but yeah, this episode is to talk about the redemption of MCC and where it is now and how, at the end of the day, MCC is not only what we hoped it would be, but far, far, far better than we ever expected. Um, I guess if you're if you're going to try to look at the the silver line and the positive of the whole MCC situation, it's that. If things hadn't went down the way they did, we would never have what we have now. Um, if they had, what they probably should have done with the resources and the time they had back in 2014 was they probably should have just released Halo 2 Anniversary for the Xbox One with its full multiplayer and its remastered campaign. It's just one single engine, one single game. They probably could have done that, got it done, and had no problems, and everyone would have been happy and been none the wiser. But they got so ambitious with MCC, did something that they could not do in the mm-hmm. time they had. Mm-hmm. And because of it getting put out in a broken state and, and just being this huge disappointment and this bad PR blunder, that gave us the opening to have the future for MCC that we do now. So to 
to just kind of set us set the stage here with what we have today because of MCC. So MCC was originally announced to be, you know, the Master Chief Collection. It's just, and the reason, I think it's always so funny because no one ever believes this stuff, right? But like they say, the reason that there's no ODS tier reach is, this is Master Chief story. We want to tell Master Chief story. No, it's actually, it's actually just easier. It's just easier to not include the other two games, okay? Let's, you can tell it's us that. Easier. We get it. We're already happy you're giving us four. Just be honest. So anyways, um, the game originally launched with Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. Campaigns and multiplayers with the Spartan Ops coming later in a patch. Um, but now in 2022, we have Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, Halo 3 ODST, Reach. You have uh, fully Reach's full multiplayer suite. You have ODST's full firefight. And they have also added in uh, Flood Firefight mode for ODST, which was never in the original game. Um, there is the ability to have elites in um, Firefight, which was not possible in the original game. Um, they've added new armor customizations. They've added new um, maps that we never had in Halo 3. Yeah, a lot of stuff um, over from Halo Online. They brought back... Uh, there was an armor piece that never got released for Reach that they, they finally put in the game. Um, they have just added... All the content you can ever ask for. Content, like, if, if we had given our perfect dream for a Halo collection before MCC's launch, our dream game collection wouldn't have been as good as what we have right now. It would not have been as good. This is literally superior to our wildest dreams for a no, Halo collection. It went from being fixing this thing and just getting it like in working condition and then trying to get it with like 4K assets and stuff to becoming an actual live service game. And we benefited yep. from it. Yeah, but it no, took a couple it's, it's, years. I mean, we, we we could not have this. The timeline where MCC launched and was broken and failed is the only reason we can have this amazing product now. But so to take us back to where it kind of begins. So we talked about this in the last episode. 2017, you start to see like, okay, it seems like they're gonna they're gonna work on MCC more. They're gonna start to go back and, and kind of tackle it and really kind of commit to getting it to the point it should have been to, to begin with. And come 2018, that is where the game's at. In 2018, you have your your four playable campaigns plus ODST, which they added on. ODST was originally gifted to early adopters of MCC. The campaign was because of all the issues, um, but it was now something that was purchasable for an additional five dollars. But in 2018, you have Halo One through Four plus ODST and all their ma- all their matchmaking. It all works flawlessly, easy to get matches, no problems, and it's got a new UI interface. 2018, that's where we're at. 2018, it has finally arrived at what it was promised to be in 2014. took three and a half years. At this point, me and Josh are happy with it. This is what we wanted. We're excited. We can sit back and say, hey, it works. That's where we're at. Josh, you want to say something before I move on? Sure. Yeah, when it got to that point, I I had a day where, you know, I think I came across an article about it or something or people talking about that, like, it feels like for the first time it, like, properly deserves the word works and i hopped online i throw myself into a match and i get on a btb halo 3 valhalla and it worked like beginning to end you know the main menu was different i mean everything was different but like the same and everything ran what felt like mostly smooth as butter and when the match was over and it does that thing where you see the, you know, all the player gamer tags and then it like starts to fade to black. I remember I'm sitting up on that ridge where the Spartan laser spawns and I just sat back in my chair and I just thought like, I felt like a good sense of closure. 
you know, like 2018 was a real rough year for me. And that was a big bright spot. And it. it's just seeing that it, it finally worked. And I thought, wow, like if this is, I didn't, I didn't think I didn't want for more. I didn't uh, hope for more because I just wanted it to be like this in 2014. And I, I, you know, it's one of those things I look back in my head. I'm like, if I could talk to 2014, Josh, I wish I could tell him that like, Hey, it gets better. And I don't mean that in the hollow sense of everyone just putting out there to a general mass. I just yeah. mean like it gen- Halo it, specifically. <laughs> yeah, Halo specifically. <laughs> Halo specifically uh, in the Master Chief Collection, it will. They will fix it. It's going to take a couple years, buddy. You may as well move on and do some other stuff in the meantime. But by all means, keep playing Halo 5 multiplayer. It's going to be your favorite. You know? <laughs> so, but it yeah. was it was a, a, a very cathartic experience and euphoric as well. And I don't think I played it much more that specific day, but it did make me want to start playing it. And something we should mention, too, in this episode whenever is that it was somewhere around this point. I think you started doing LAN parties or maybe it was 2019. But either way, this was when Brian, you know, because of this, it helped facilitate Brian starting to host a couple Halo LAN parties. Uh, We actually did. We actually actually did the first LAN party before MCC was properly fixed. Well, I wasn't there for that one. So that's not canon. (laughs) <laughs> not canon <laughs> i like it um but the thing is is what's crazy is I, I remember sitting there with it working flawlessly in 2018 and just kind of being in shock because like i said many of us had relinquished ourselves to the belief that mcc was never going to work i yeah. mean when you talk about a game you know have the game had been out for two three years and it still didn't work that well you know most people just give up on it you know most people and i think if this was like a third party uh outsourced completely type thing uh, it probably would have got forgotten, but I think Microsoft knew that, you know, hey, this is Halo. This is yeah. their brand. You cannot have this stain on the franchise because they'll never be let down, and it deserves the proper time. Like, I I mean, I don't know logistics. I could be way wrong, but it, it doesn't seem like the amount of time and effort and money that's been put into MCC has been – the juice hasn't been worth the squeeze, as Josh would say. Like, I don't think <laughs> – I, I think if they looked back – I think if they went back to their initial design documents for MCC in 2012 yeah. or 2013, whatever it was, if someone could have told them how much time, effort, money, uh, online abuse, uh, embarrassment would have to be put in to make this thing work, I think they would have said this project is not worth starting. You know, like, I'm sure a lot more money was made in just building Halo 5 – yeah, and selling Halo Five than like something like MCC, um, but it was amazing because it was like I didn't think this would ever happen. So, 2018, great place for MCC. Ron, was there? Go ahead, Josh. No, I'm sorry. I just want to interject real quick, uh, just to ask you. You know, I, I remember too around that point in time, that was when I really felt like I could like fully enjoy the package, where I was able to really st- take stock and be like, man, Halo Two Anniversary, amazing graphics. Yeah. Blur cutscenes, amazing. Halo Nightfall. Hey, at least it was cool to have that package kind of in, you know, and it would launch it into the through the Halo channel. And I, and then I thought, oh, ODST's there now, and I thought maybe maybe we can get Reach, you know. And but I remember that's when I fully was able to like like I should have like we all should have really experienced at launch where I really was able to take stock of the full package and think, holy cow, this is awesome. Did you ever have a moment like that in 2018 where you're just like finally able to fully appreciate it and embrace it? Oh yeah, because it was like it wasn't it wasn't. In 2018, you didn't have to say, like, um, you didn't have to preface it. You didn't have to be like, I know MCC's broken, but I like it. Or I know yeah. MCC sucked at matchmaking, but the campaign's amazing. It was suddenly like, wow, it just MCC's amazing. That's it. That's yeah. all you have to say. Um, but then I kind of got worried because later in 2018, I think it was 2018. I could be, it could have been early 2019, but I'm pretty sure it was, I don't know. I could be wrong. But later in 2018, maybe early 2019, whatever, 
this is when uh, there was a people were like saying, you know, if if, if MCC comes to PC one day, yeah, I'm going to send pizzas to three four three. I'm going to send pizzas to three four three. We're going to send you so many pizzas. Well, then basically three four three came out and said, okay, here's what's happening. Yeah, we're we're going to bring reach to MCC, and we're going to bring MCC to PC, mm. and we're going to start with reach and release them in canon order of how you'd experience these games. And people flipped out. They were so excited because the only Halos that ever been playable on PC were Halo 1 and 2. And, like, Halo 1 was ancient and Halo 2 was designed primarily around Windows Vista. And it was like, finally, we can play all the games. We can play them on PC with mods and 60 frames and, hundred or uh, you know, 4K, all this stuff. And uh, we can finish the fight on PC finally. Don't have to, and, and the thing is, too, is this was a lot of people had, you know, long moved over to Sony as their PlayStation as their main console. So now there was an option to sell Halo to people who only own PlayStation because they could sell it on PC. And people were so excited. Uh, 343 got bombarded with pizzas. Uh, even to this day, every now and then I'll see somebody at 343 be like, please don't send us pizza because they're like, <laughs> I remember we Brian don't want, Gerard tweeting that at one point. Yeah, it's like, that's that's too much right now, guys. Like, thank you. That was cool that one time, but like, that's, that's incorrect, a lot. though. There can never be um, enough pizzas. Yeah, uh, so uh, so that got everyone really excited again because yeah. it's like, and I mean, this is even like you take someone in our community like uh, Green Plumber we had on recently. Yeah, he said what brought him back into Halo and what really led him to listening to yeah, Super Icon was MCC being put oh. on PC. This was a huge revitalizing moment. It was like a it was like a relaunch for the package, right? It really like, did feel that way. Yeah, well said. It, and it felt too like you know. 343 at that point had been forgiven. It was like, you know what? Actually, thank you guys for going back and actually like fully fixing this. Yeah. And even and, and enhancing it and committing to like further improving it. I think there was just throughout this whole process. I mean, even now I keep thinking like what more the, there's got to be an endpoint, right? Like these are games that are like over and done with. Like what more can you keep doing? And they keep finding a way to keep adding to that stuff. But at that yeah. point in time specifically that you're talking about like yeah, it was euphoric. And it was like, you know what? Like, you guys messed up, but you laid in that. You know, you, you shit in that bed, but you laid in it. And now you're yeah. climbing out and stuff like that. And you're you're, you're, you're making it better. So it, it felt really, really good. And, and again, it's not to give them shit. I mean, they didn't, they didn't fully know, you know, how bad it was when it launched. It's not like they intentionally went in there and was like, hee, hee, I'm yeah. going to fuck with all the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. Yeah. But no, I mean, in reality, they just, you know, shit happens. But. They fixed it, and that's what matters. Yeah, that's it, it that's felt to me like is a, that legacy at that at this point. It felt like about a fifteen a fifteen percent hype version of twenty fourteen's launch. Like it was a complete relaunch of MCC that was beginning. Like it wasn't as hype as twenty fourteen, but it was like they were doing twenty fourteen over again, but now with adding more content and putting it on the PC. cloud had finally lifted, and it wasn't raining yeah. out there over over three four three industries anymore. Yeah, so you had your PC community that was so excited. This was like the first release for them, and then you had then you had the Xbox people like me and Josh. I think they were like, you know, well, the game already works for us, and we already have it, so it's not as exciting. But we're getting Reach, and we want Reach. So that's cool. But I was also really worried because I wasn't trying to be pessimistic. I was just this is generally my thought. I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like, man, I want Reach, but like, please, I don't know if you guys should add more stuff to this collection because. I think you'll break it again. Like, and I wasn't <laughs> trying to be a dick, but I was just like, I genuinely, because of how you poor felt that like the launch fragile. was, I thought, I didn't think they could add anything without breaking the law. I'm like, you guys just got it working flawlessly in 2018. Do you really want to add more games and content and break it? I mean, luckily, what I didn't know was is they had restructured it in such a way that they were now able to properly add it. Plus, they were flighting the games, as Josh had mentioned in the prior episode. 
they were flighting the games from here on out, so they weren't going to add Reach without flighting it, making sure it worked before right. adding it properly. But I was worried they were going to screw the whole thing up again, but luckily that wasn't the case. But they started releasing these things uh, piece by piece. Reach, start, Reach came first, which was cool for Xbox players because it was like, okay, well, since Reach comes first, now we have everything on Xbox. PC players only have Reach, so they just had Reach for a while, and then months go by and they get Halo 1, and months go by they get Halo 2. So it was kind of a... It was really a kind of a revitalizing time for Halo again because in summer of 2018 you got that trailer for Halo Infinite with the pilot and and him discovering Master Chief. So it's like yeah, that's true. okay, so we've seen our first bits of of, of Halo Infinite uh, in 20 and oh wait no was that oh I'm sorry I got that mixed up I, I apologize guys that was the 2019 trailer 2018 oh, okay. is when they announced Halo that's Infinite too, with. Yeah. With the slip space engine and the warthog and the, the wildlife. And so everybody had seen, like, okay, we got a new Halo announced. It looks like it's going to have original um, classic style graphics, mm-hmm. classic music. It's going to be set in the Halo ring again. Okay, I'm excited for the future of Halo. Okay, look, MCC, now they're going to bring that to PC. They're going to add the other games to it. This is an exciting time. You know, I do uh, want to say, too, real quick, just to interject. Yeah. This, you guys go back to like January of 2020, I think it was. It was around the time we started covering the Reach stuff. Like Reach yeah. had come out and we started talking about the levels and stuff. So if you want to go back and hear like some early redemption opinions on uh, Halo MCC, it's right The funny right thing there. is though, we were going level by level and then we just quit. We yeah, we finish. just stopped. We were like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah more, more stuff to talk about. But yeah, we're getting our times a little off here, but like I'm pretty sure the announcement of it coming to PC was 2018, but it wasn't until December of 2019 when we got Reach uh, released on PC as the first part of MCC. And the cool thing is, you know, Josh and I started Sacred Icon in uh, September of 2019. So you have, you do have the, in, in the summer of 2019, you have the pilot trailer for Halo Infinite. So still building hype for Halo Infinite. Yep. And it's it's returned to classic style. And then you have us starting the podcast. And then a few months later, Reach coming out. And it was, it was an exciting time because you have, uh, you know, the Halo Infinite hype starting to build and the, the PC audience is getting MCC. Reach is coming to the console all through MCC with 60 frames and all this stuff. And it was really the beginning of another really exciting time for Halo. And and there was some issues, but, you know, as the flights would come out for these games, there would be some issues where somebody would say, like, oh, the frame rate's off or an asset's not right here or the sound's not mixing properly. But these yeah. things got fixed in time as 2019 passed by 2020 came through the games kept getting added kept getting patched kept getting fixed obviously we have the 2020 summer halo infinite gameplay reveal which was for most people bad i really liked it i know we were really excited but you know that was a bad time still fun of that that live reaction we got yeah so genuine too i I was so proud of that yeah Uh, no we also got i think this was around the time if i'm getting too far ahead cut me off brian but we started getting seasons in mcc yeah the seasons i think kind of went alongside the um the different launches for yeah PC. like the first one is noble to signify you know the release of launch uh halo reach yeah. there which was awesome yeah. the second one was spark recon and reclaimer anvil raven which was a uh, fire team raven support which was fucking crazy yeah um elite and then the last one they have is mythic and i i, I do remember when these came out even people were like holy shit because then you could suddenly get like you know different colored skins for stuff I mean, it, yeah. it, well, at first it was just the uh, the Reach content, but then it became like, oh, here's a different skin for like a visor in Halo Combat Evolved. And then, you know, all those different seasons added new ways to do that stuff. And it, that was really cool because I don't think anyone expected that type of stuff. And it was all free to earn, no microtransactions. 
all you had to do was just play the game and you just yep. accumulated that. So that, you know, and you could choose to spend your points where you wanted. And that is just so damn cool. So I well, didn't I mean to get that. I think that's idea. what reinforced just how amazing MCC became because as you progress through 2020, they finished putting out all of the rest of the games on PC. So mm-hmm. you get to the end of 2020 and you have MCC working very well across PC and Xbox with crossplay. And, uh, and it's just a great place to be. But then when they get to the end of 2020 and you think that MCC is done again, they're not done. They're continuing to do seasons. They're continuing to add maps. Maps from like the Russian Halo Online thing that they got. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Adding new armor pieces, adding Flood to Firefight in ODST. I mean, really just continuing to add everything to Cannon's collection to beef it up. Like Josh said, it was all free content. There was added seasons. Um it was just, uh, I mean, the firefight from ODST, I think, was one of the last things to come over, which I know me and many others have always said, like, that's the prime way to play firefight. Like, that's the true, you know, firefight method. And it was really exciting to get that there. And all these games are in 60 frames, 120 frames. They added the field field of view option, which I know I don't think Josh feels oh. as much the same way as I do. But for me, like... I see where you're coming from, though. Putting the field of that. view to 120 yeah. in Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST made those games so much better to me because one of my biggest Dude. complaints with Halo 3 was how slow you moved. But when you put that field of view to 120, it feels like your character is booking it, and I love I'm it. I'm really glad you you brought that up because I, I would not have thought of it this episode. I changed that the last time I played Halo 3 to try it out, and I didn't go that – like I did go that far at first, and then I thought this looks too weird to me. Okay. But then I scaled it a bit, still further back, but past 70, and – Dude, it looks it looks amazing. I never fully realized how close up the camera like it's very the close. camera feels the camera feels zoomed in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like on your car on, on Master Chief or Arbor, whatever. Yeah. It feels super zoomed in now by default. And it's I don't think I can ever go back. So that was a huge um That to me that transformed the that, whole the the whole collection. The phrasing, but yeah. Having having field of view 120 frames. Like it's like it's one of those or 120 field of view. I mean, it's one of those things where like Every now and then I hear people online talking really techy, and I think they're ridiculous. Where someone tells me like, "Oh, I, I couldn't watch Dune on on Blu-ray. I, it has to be 4K with HDR. I I, I can't stomach it." I, I always roll my eyes. <laughs> always roll my eyes because I'm like, "Dude, Dune on Blu-ray looks freaking good. Still, just come on." But if you see me online, you're gonna see me being like, "Oh, I can't play Halo Three without 120 f- field of view." Because I do feel that way. Like, it, maybe it's ridiculous, but man, I feel like it transforms the whole game. The whole game is just, it's faster paced. It looks better. I have more mm-hmm. clarity. It's easier for me to see what's around me. I love playing games like that. So just the, the options with settings and controls and, and and uh, man, the, the cross-play, everything. Dude, there's so much. Everything there's except so Halo 5 is there, this. really. <laughs> yeah, and it felt like it just got to a point. Like we were slowly seeing this progression through the time of, like, everything... Like, the seasons were coming out, and when you weren't having, like, actual, say, content drops of, like, like Reach, a whole game, or, like, Firefight for ODST coming, you were getting these seasons that made it fun to jump in, and people felt like they had more agency over the customizations. Halo 1 and 2, where you previously never had those options that you had from Halo 3 onward, you now had access to, and players, you know, most players want to have that, even though you don't really see your character being a first-person game. Most people want to, you know, want to have those options and stuff. You know, Brian's different. He just wants to play his default chief, you know, but uh, a lot of you guys wanted to have that stuff. And then they had the exchange where they will occasionally have like a limited item or something in rotation and stuff like that. And I mean, even for me, when I hop on, it's not, it's never a reason. That's the cool thing about it. What it does so well, I think is in Master Chief Collection, I boot up 
if I want to play multiplayer, I don't really think about the seasonal content that's there that I can unlock. Because for one, a couple of these games like Halo 1 and 2 when I played back in the day, I never thought about that. I never needed that stuff. Yeah. I thought, oh, that'd be cool if they did that someday. And then they did it in Halo 3 and kept doing it. But I never needed it. So I don't play it for that. So I'm kind of conditioned to not ex- like to not need it, I guess. Well, I hop on there, I play my matches, and I see that I get points to spend on that stuff. And I think, well, this is pretty cool. Like, this is no, again, no microtransactions or anything like that. I don't feel there's any paywall. This is all just free to, you know, really have access to. And on top of it, MCC is not only on Game Pass, it goes on sale dirt cheap. We're talking like $15 and yeah. under. You know, Insane. for copy You're paying now. dollars for the what is it? Six games. games now, six games in the, the multiplayer. Oh, you got just let's see the four, four Halos, Reach, ODST, and then if you count Halo Two Anniversaries multiplayer mode, it's like seven games. True, yeah. So you got that. You got all these seasonal offerings. You, <laughs> I mean, just a ton of shit. And you still got the launchers for like Nightfall and stuff like that. Josh, would you think it? Would you say it's fair to say like if I was going to give this collection a ten, uh, score out of ten, I'd give it a ten. Oh, I absolutely would give it a ten. You know what? The only maybe I'd give it a nine point nine. You know why, guys? Because and Brian, this were this is gonna trigger Brian, but I can't stand the gold backgrounds they do every season. I don't like those either. But yeah. you know, I, I know what? When you said nine point nine, I can I can think of why I'd say nine point nine too. Um, there is a cutscene, and I, I think uh, I think a lot I yes, think a lot of yes. people are gonna agree with me, but I think there's some people who probably listen to me say this on Twitter or here, and they're gonna roll their eyes. But there is a cutscene at the end of Halo Combat Evolved that is not an MCC. Now I'm letting I'm letting you guys think on that for a minute in case you haven't heard this before because it's probably shocking some of you. At the end of Halo MCC or the end of Halo Combat Evolved in the original, after the credits, there is a short cutscene of 343 Guilty Spark leaving the wreckage of the Halo ring that's been destroyed and flying off towards what we eventually find out in Halo 2 is that gas um, station. The gas station yeah. that you're on. and uh, Yeah, a Shell's gas station. Shell's gas station, yeah, basically. BP. Uh, can't believe <laughs> what they did to the ocean. Um, no. Um, but that is not That's in. Sorry. That is not in MCC anywhere. It's not in Combat Evolved. It's not there. So you literally will never experience that cutscene from the original Halo unless you either do one of two things. You have an original copy of Combat Evolved for Xbox or PC, or, believe it or not, this is what makes me think, I think I would have let this go but this is what makes me cemented that this needs to be included in the game. If you play Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary for the 360, it is in that game. And it has also been redone in Anniversary graphics. Yeah. So not only is it is it there in Anniversary already, but it's it, they did it in the graphics. So like it needs to be yeah. put in MCC. Come on. And I, I, I got to go on a side tangent for a bit. This will give you a lot to chew on, Brian. You know, another thing that makes this just such a blessing that I'm so glad it had the redemption that it has had is that 20... 19, you know, Brian is about to be getting married and we don't know a pandemic's coming or anything like that at the time. And Brian wants to have like one more LAN party before he moves completely uh, out to where he lives now. And we have it at his friend Kyle's, our friend Kyle's, but I mean, they grow up, they grew up together. And I go over there. There's, you know, a couple people I know, a couple people I don't. And even preceding that, we did a LAN party. And so I went to two of these that Brian had hosted, or Kyle. And I got to play LAN again. And I thought in 2014, that's what was going to happen. I thought that 
people because prior to the launch, I had seen friends from old coming out of the woodworks like people I hadn't heard from in a while suddenly popping online or popping up on Facebook talking about it. And there was just all that hype and momentum that had been driving toward this game coming out. And then that shit the bed and people, you know, moved on and stuff like that very quickly. And other ones stuck around like me stubbornly and Brian would go back and play and stuff. But I thought I was going to get to have LAN parties. I thought that was going to be a big part of it. Didn't know it would necessarily be with Brian or not, but I thought that was going to be something I was going to get to experience. Not just the online aspect, but the offline. Because now we can play all these and have all the access to all the maps. I could finally play all these Halo PC maps I'd only ever heard about. Stuff like that. Use the flamethrower and things like that. So it was very exciting. But then it shit the bed. But then all these years pass and Brian starts hosting this stuff and I got to feel like a teenager again. This product working uh, entirely allowed us to jump between any of these games. And we did. We would go play Halo 4 Ricochet that ended up becoming our favorite thing by the end. That was so we got much fun. Holy shit. Such a banger of a mo, dude. And But we would play Halo 3, we'd play Halo 2, Halo 1. Um, by that point in time, you know, we didn't have Firefight out. Otherwise, I think we probably would have had a couple groups doing that. But still, it worked, and we got to play that, and we all had so many laughs, and I thought, this is exactly... You know, it wasn't lightning in the bottle for me, personally getting to experience it, because I only experienced it with a core group back in high school. I'm now experiencing it with Brian, a lot of his friends and his circle, and... It was just very euphoric and, and kind of emotional. It would, you know, Brian's wedding, guys, for you guys that don't know, Brian's wedding is the last time I saw Brian in person. It doesn't feel like it because I see his face every time we record a podcast. But this has been almost, well, it has been it's over three, three years. years now. Yeah. And 2019 was the last time we had a LAN party. But that would not have been possible had MCC still been broken. That would have been a huge gamble and a huge risk. And we could have went over to Kyle's house or Brian's house and it could have just not worked. And we all sat around like NPCs without scripting with a finger up our butt. You know what I mean? It worked. And we were able to play it and just had a fucking blast. And I thought, this is it. Like, this is it. It, it. it was ahead of its time is essentially what I'm trying to get at. It was ahead of its time because 2014, we thought we were going to have all that fun. Well, it was just looking back. It was just such an ambitious thing to do. And they didn't even fully realize that. When you hear that story that Brian already told in the last episode about how they had the internal testing and they didn't really get to test it on a bigger scale, they didn't even fully grasp that because no one else had really done something like this before. So it was ahead of its time. And in 2018 and onward, it was able to work and more was being added. And it just made it the best way to play Halo. It's not to exclude Halo 5, but again, with Halo 5, as great as that multiplayer is, you couldn't have split screen. In Halo Master Chief Collection, you could have split screen. You could play, you know, four different, at the time at least that I'm talking, you could have four different Halo games and you could play them all on split screen and you could just jump between them. And it was amazing, you know? Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, the, the land parties with Halo it has been a big part of why that series is so special to us. Um, and, you know, for all you guys listen to the podcast often enough, you know that I'm not a huge multiplayer guy, but that's why Halo 2 stands as my favorite game of all time because it's it's like the only game in existence for me that I value the multiplayer so damn near close to that campaign because when I think of Halo 2, it's that, it's that campaign I love and it's those LAN parties. 
and I, I don't really think of the matchmaking much because I, I really enjoy playing multiplayer with people in the room. Sure. Um, but it's all those That's times where way. you land. It's always Halo 2 when you land. Halo 2 land. I always came maps, back to that one. Those that modes. Was the, that was the constant. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Playing co-op with my brother in Halo 2. It's, Halo 2 just covers all the, the highest moments of of the experiences. It was funny as I remember, I love some of the organic things that happen when we have land parties. We had a land party right before my brother got married at my house and uh, the land party ended, which is crazy. You guys wouldn't expect this. The land party ended with us all getting off of Halo 2 and gathering around me, watching me try to, f- to, to beat Pontiff Sullivan in Dark Souls 3, the boss. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, everyone was just watching me die over and over again trying to beat him. And that's how, that was like 2 in the morning, that's how the, the Halo 2 LAN party ended. But we played Halo all night, and it's just like, as we turned everything off, we kind of simmered down by just watching. I think you had a couple people going, too. But um, yeah, Josh, I, mean, you- I, I have a random idea that I hope you like. Uh, what, what do you think about, because I see what, what, what time we're at here, we have several submissions what if we make this the uh, redemption and aftermath episode, and we yeah, go no, that ahead sounds and, good. Let's do it, man. I think that let's would be some, awesome to see what these people see what people have to say about their experience with MCC, oh, and yeah. we can kind of respond to it, and that'll make this episode extra juicy. Um, extra juicy, extra juicy. I go real. You know what? I got one real quick. I can read because I remember our buddy. Okay, Kirkland yeah, go ahead. Start with that in the Discord. So to give you time to bring them up. So he said, "I got this is uh, Anthony DC." on twitter he said i got mcc for the campaigns in one box i got that and had a ton of fun playing them all again in co-op with my friend on split screen it was a while later i heard that multiplayer was broken and was disappointed but it was very secondary for me at the time because they didn't launch with a ranking or unlock system to give me incentive to play a lot online got more into the online multiplayer for five and later a ton of mcc once it was fixed and its season started so yeah the issues that plagued the collection was a bit of a bummer for me but secondary to the campaigns, which mostly all worked fine for me. So uh, thank you, Anthony, by the way. But very similar to Brian in that regard, even though Brian had his share of issues, but he was more the campaign side, yeah. uh, which did still work, even though it was in a broken state, did still work in a lot of ways. But the multiplayer, which was more my foray, even though I love the campaigns, the complete opposite. So. Yeah, it wasn't good for, like I said, it wasn't a good mix for our hanging out because the thing Josh loves so much is the thing that basically was non-existent. Like my thing, well, I was you know why too? Fun out of, but the wholesome reason, guys, that I love the multiplayer so much is because I just associated playing with my friends. It was at a point when I started playing Halo Two in like 2006 at LAN parties. It was bringing all my friends together. I was going through a really tough time in school, and I was super depressed, and I was gaining a ton of weight. I would just eat and stay in my room and watch Family Guy, you know, and. Playing Halo 2 got me out of my room and it got me interacting with people that I knew and then people I didn't know. And it also made me realize I had a much competitive side outside of sports. You probably lost weight getting back into Halo. <laughs> yeah. you probably like Plug on my Xbox and, and the, the CRTV all the way up and down some of the streets <laughs> out there. But uh, it, it just made me really happy. It made me happy. And I always had a blast and I always couldn't wait to do it again. And that carried onward into when I got online where I could play with people I didn't know and I got to interact and socialize and I wasn't like sort of closing myself off. Although, granted, when I did get Xbox Live to play Halo 2, I didn't go out with my friends as much to play basketball and stuff like that. I was like, I want to interact with these people online and talk shit in lobbies for in the post-game lobby for like 42 minutes. But um, th- that stuff's always meant a-, a ton to me. So I love the multiplayer. So when it was broken, it was it was heartbreaking because I thought I was going to get that experience again. It's funny. And you- then, but you know, now I'm there. You bring up basketball and stuff and talking shit, and I'm like, you know, that that is that is exactly what happened with gaming, right? It's like, 
all the people who wanted to talk shit after a basketball game but were worried worried about getting their ass beat, they went they went to Xbox Online and even though they were they were 11, hadn't gone through puberty and have the muscle mass of 0.01%, they're still calling your mama bitch. <laughs> you oh know, yeah. Online. Jesus. Dude, according to Xbox Live, man, moms are sluts, dude. Like every mom's a slut because she sleeps with everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was just a thing back then. You know, and if you were a girl, you got flooded with friend requests or you got hit on or said things that shouldn't be that I'm not going to mention. You know, it was a really toxic place, but I there were gem moments in there and I, I had a lot of fun times in some of those post-game lobbies and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, Josh, this is a voice clip from from a, a buddy that uh, that I'll introduce in a in a way you've never heard it before. It goes a little something Interesting. like this. Ascending from the ashes, born anew. It's a voice clip from Irish Phoenix. <laughs> I know who that right. is. Let's see. Let's, Let's see. Hear. There's going to be a little lull between mm, downloading this. A little and tongue on these it. nuts. Here we go. Open. Irish Phoenix ascending from the ashes, born anew. Yeah. So I'm sharing my MCC memories. So I feel like mine might be a little more unique than most. Okay. Because I bought the game when it came out, and I was excited as hell because you know it's Halo. Uh, but I didn't have the Xbox One because I mean I didn't I couldn't afford it at the time and. I was also waiting to see if they would come out with a special edition one, kind of like they had with previous gens. Yeah. So I was yeah. waiting, you know, for Halo 5 and all that. So I bought the game, and it was, you know, just sitting on my shelf, just kind of sitting there. Side note, I didn't realize that the Master Chief helmet was blue until I heard it when you guys mentioned it on the podcast. Really? And, no shit. Um, Interesting. So I waited and waited and waited and was completely happily oblivious to all of the crap that was going on with it, you know, it not working, etc. Oh, and then when I you. finally got the uh, the Halo 5 Special Edition Xbox, I was playing it, everything was working just fine, and I was just like, oh, this is great, this is awesome. And then all of my friends who did play it, they're like, oh, holy crap, it actually works now. I'm just like, yeah, wh- wh- what was wrong? And then they told me, and I was like, oh, oh. So uh, I guess I dodged a bullet there. Nice. But yeah, so... Um, my favorite memories with it so far, because my brother and I used to play Halo all the time, so the fact that we can go back and play at least 1 through 4 at that time, because uh, he didn't play 4, we only played 1 through 3, so we can do, like, you know, the split-screen co-op and, you know, just Slayer and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. So those are some of my memories, kind of brief, but, yeah, figured I'd send it in, and uh, keep it sacred, boy. See, I'm always... We love you, man. I think there's a mixture of happiness and envy whenever we hear someone say like, oh, my MCC experience, yeah, it didn't have any of those bad moments you guys had. Because we're like, we're glad, we're really happy for you because we remember we know how awful it felt to be in that situation, but we're also envious because we're like, damn, that was not our experience. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. No, that's awesome to hear, though. It's interesting to see how more and more some of you guys and gals have like, you guys kind of really got into it like afterward like even after halo 5 you know it's just kind of interesting to see yeah how many people because i figured most bought into it at launch but well that, it's, an, cool. it's an incredible like value and pickup for someone nowadays like i just i can't imagine yeah. for someone who who you know knows for someone who becomes a huge halo fan based off of mcc that's going to be sublime can you imagine josh like if you never played halo and you go pick up for 15 20 bucks mcc you bring it home, and it becomes one of your favorite game franchises of all time, and all of the legacy of those games are there represented in campaign and multiplayer. That's all the more reason Game Pass is incredible, because if oh, you're, pretty, if you're yeah. someone who's switching over, let's say let's say you love PlayStation, but you decide to buy into the Xbox ecosystem, and you're just going to try it out. You, you never bought an Xbox, maybe I passed the first one. 
You go in there, you play Halo Infinite, and you're like, this is pretty fun, but I need to stop. I want to go start back from the beginning. You go download the Master Chief Collection. You got all these games, all these multiplayers. And yeah, maybe you don't mess with the multiplayers, but you got six campaigns in there, and they run buttery smooth now. Buttery smooth. Yeah. It's incredible. It's amazing. Um, thank you so much for that, Irish Phoenix. I want to Yeah, move thank right you, dude. I love here. hearing your voice. Yeah, it is great to hear from him because we don't hear that often enough. This is from a boy. from the ashes. Born, Born anew. anew. Born anew. I like that he said it. Uh, this next one is from our boy Wesley Eaton. Wesley. Here we go. Let's see here. It's Is it going to open? Is, is it going to open? Is it going to open? We're singing to fill in the gaps of time. <laughs> fill in the gaps of time. <laughs> fill in the gaps of time. Um. Oh, here we go. Ship, Brian. Oh, here we go. I think cool. it's, it was I'm done, right. and I didn't even realize it. Okay, here we go. Shit. Sacred boys, what is up, Brian and Josh? I'm the recording this in the car, I can so tell. I hope you can hear me all right. <laughs> yeah, off, you're good, man. Uh, I'll keep this short and sweet, too. But first off, I just wanted to say that I have a lot of love for both of you. Um, there's uh-huh. a lot of things that each of us deal with individually in our own lives, and then there's, you know, all that stuff going on in, in the world. and But no matter what, you guys are patient and kind and positive. And um, I don't know, I've just, I've learned a lot from Sacred Icon beyond Halo. I feel like being a part of this community has humbled me and just generally enriched my life. So wow. thank you for that. Damn. Now, tear up MCC. Here. So I feel like I have more to say about the MCC once it was fixed, uh, but I'll give you a little bit of the background. When MCC first came out, um, you know, obviously there were issues. Um, it was demoralizing, and so I put MCC down. Uh, I got the day one, and I was I was disappointed. So I put it down. I tried to go play some other things, and mm. I wasn't really having fun with those either. So I feel like ultimately. The disappointment of the MCC led to me setting aside video games for a while. I even like sold my Xbox One. And, I get it. Uh, oh man! And then I had this brand new girlfriend, and well, that's a that's a tragedy for another day. But <laughs> anyway, so there. the MCC kind of kind of put me out of video games for a while, and there were some other things that happened along the way. But then we get to 2020, actually. You know, we're we're getting ready to gear up for for good old pandemic. And uh, I get a new Xbox One, um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, it's been a while, so uh, been a while. I need to been a while. play all of the Halos, so I buy, uh, Brian will get a kick out of this, Maybe you bought you both will, I bought a physical copy of the MCC, which is basically useless at this point, but yep. I had no idea. Uh, I did that, it, it downloaded for a century, I played it, and it's like I had forgotten there was anything wrong with it to begin with, because it was just fine. I played through all the campaigns, had a blast, jumped into multiplayer, that was great, um, but yeah, I mean, so, Halo, Halo has done a lot for me, it, uh, it both almost ended my video gaming, uh, career, and then brought it back again, so, anyway, that. hope you guys appreciate that, and, uh, Keep it safe. Yeah. Love you guys. Well, thank you so much, Wesley. Um, man, there's a lot. There's a that was a really good clip. Um, yeah, that was. Well, first, I just want to say, like, our what we what we desire to get out of people who listen to us is to is to give them like a positive, fun place to love Halo and celebrate Halo. And if we can do that, we're already excited. But if we can do that beyond Halo and just in your life in general, 
damn, like that's holy crap. That's like the the biggest possible uh, win we can get from doing this is to is to change people's lives for the better. Sure. Um, you talking about something as as you know worldly unimportant as Halo. Uh, so thank you so much for saying that, dude. We're we're really glad to have you here, and you've been awesome. Uh, contribution in the the Discord and everything. Um, I'm glad that uh, that you didn't have to experience MCC's problems as much by because you just pretty much gave up on yeah. it, sold it, dude. You we've we've, we've talked we've talked a lot, and it's kind of crazy how many similarities we have in past life experiences. Because I feel like you did the same thing I do, where like gaming got you down enough that you kind of just tossed it all aside for a bit. And I thought about you and as he was talking about, yeah, that. it's kind of yeah. what I did. So, um, mm-hmm. I get it. And I also have had, you know, <laughs> you know, you talk about girlfriends, that's story of another time. It's like, yeah, you know, it wasn't worth, wasn't worth my time to, to, to go down that route and that path. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great that you were able to come back at a, at a better time in your life and, and play through MCC properly. And, yeah, that disc is basically a coaster for a drink at this point, the MCC <laughs> disc. But uh, we're so glad that you uh, you came back around to Halo, and I think you're you're probably the the biggest fan I know of Halo Infinite. So to see that you came back and got to have like a perfect MCC experience, and then the new Halo came out, and now it's one of, if not your favorite Halo game, that's an awesome place to be as a Halo as a Halo fan. Absolutely. And I, I, I'm close. To, I'm up there with you. I'm close to you, Wesley. Like I. Infinite's I love Infinite. I'm so happy about it. I, I think you you love it even more than I do. So but so it's but it's cool for you to be in that place and thanks for sending that clip in, dude. Dude, thank you so much, man. I mean, this world's a tough place to live in and there's been you know, last couple of years it's been so much that's happened and um so many people have been affected by it, but you know, we often go to these video games as a form of escapism and stuff like that. And um you know, I, I there's been times where I like I've seen what Brian went through when uh, Halo Five came out, and he just didn't like it, and it was like not just a breakup from Halo in a way. It was almost like he just washed his hands from video games, and that carried into a lot of other stuff in his life. So, man, I was really thinking about him as you were talking about that. So, I mean, you guys are kindred spirits in that way, but I definitely understand that too because I have had that with some other games, and most notably Cyberpunk, you know, and and that like that launching the way it did after putting so much time and effort being excited for that game and following it and supporting it and whatnot uh that was that was difficult so no man uh, i really appreciate that we can be a place among all the toxicity uh within the halo community and then also just um a lot of you know bad times in the world i'm glad that we can we can offer that that, that always means a, a ton because uh, I like to, I like to think in moments we're not just a Halo podcast, but sometimes a mental health podcast. Oh yeah, Halo has has taken us through quite the journey <laughs> in a lot of different ways, uh, both both uh, fantastical and and uh, emotional train wreck at times. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, thank you so much, man, and, and dude, it's great hearing your story about that. It's it's interesting again to hear someone else that has. Um, largely experience that stuff post it being fixed but yeah it's it's great to hear that different perspective thanks really so much, really Wesley. rounds it out it. thank you buddy great next we have our original sacred staple rodan with a voice clip rodan let's see if we need to sing little songs while we wait for this to uh sing download. little songs sing little songs about Josh uh, all right i like it it's weird my phone keeps like downloading it but not telling me here we go Hey, Sacred Icon crew, it is Rodan, Sacred Staple. Just checking yeah. to talk about the Master Chief Collection. I was able to convince some of my friends around the time of launch to buy copies of the game. 
in anticipation of being able to jump on and connect and get some awesome split-screen action in on classic yeah. maps, classic modes. And as we know, the, the night just did not go well. It was a disaster. We had a huge patch waiting for us as soon as we installed the game. Uh, we could barely get into any matches at all. We were lagging. Voice communication wasn't really working. It was just a disaster. Um, so unfortunately, launch was awful. We all know that. But it really grew into a pretty amazing product. And it's now my go-to answer if anybody says, what's the one game you could take with you, you know, if you were stranded on an island somewhere? Sounds or like if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it's the Master Chief Collection, this amazing collection of all these games. It's unheard of in video gaming. Um, yeah. That we'd have all these amazing games and anniversary modes. I know a lot of people kind of poo-poo on the anniversary graphics, but I like to play with those on. I think they're beautiful. Sure. Um, and I like to switch back and forth. And it's just, it's really cool to see how much they've added on to it. And in fact, I've found one of my favorite Halo maps of all time, uh, Waterfall, which was from Halo Online, the yeah. Russia-only yep, Halo 3 engine game that was, yeah. you know, never really released and mm -hmm. was ported over to the Master Chief Collection in 2021, so just last year. Uh, so decades later, I'm, I'm playing this, this map, and I'm like, wow, this is one of my favorite Halo maps of all time. It's awesome. So, just really cool what they've done with it so far, um, and I just can only hope that they keep adding to it. And uh, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on Master Chief Collection. Keep it sacred. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, well said, Rodan. Um, yeah, like like we said, um, the game was just a complete disaster at launch. But the thing is, it is so sublime, and 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 it's like an industry standard for what a collection should be. But I think it doesn't get called that because it was an industry. It started out as an industry standard of what you shouldn't release as a product. So it's it's yeah. crazy that it's covered both spectrums. But uh, yeah, I think like I said, you know, if you're if you're here alive in 2022 playing MCC, I don't think there's really any point to complain about it at this point. Like I, I what we're doing here on this on this podcast is, is talking about it, and and that's covering the negatives. But like. As far as just general day-to-day -day complaining, I just don't really see a benefit to it because the, the product isn't like that anymore, and it is everything we ever could have wanted to be and more. Thank you so much for sending that in, man. Dude, thank you for sending that in, man. You made me think of something deep, dude. Like, there was, you know, big part of the reason I was also excited for that MCC thing was I just was in my mid-20s at the time, and I knew that, like, I mean, nothing lasts forever, right? So I knew that, like, there's going to be a time where one of us or some of us get in relationships or get married, have kids or get out of video games for whatever reason or move away or, you know, God forbid, you know, pass away or something like that. You know, all these different things that can take us away from these experiences. And I just, man, I remember with Halo, at least like back in the Halo three era and stuff, it was like, it was like those types of stories and movies where like you are still there, but then as it kind of cuts and shows you everyone in the, like the, the epilogue scene, you start to see everyone kind of fade away, you know, to like you're one of the only people left. And I was, I was kind of like that for a bit. And then MCC comes around and everyone's coming back. And I also have this, you know, rekindled friendship with Brian after not seeing him for a couple of years. And like, now I'm like, you know, I know I'm friends with his brother and my cousin's in that circle too. And all these three, you know, other people and stuff like that. And, we got to play it, but then it didn't work and stuff like that. And it was just really tough because I thought, I know I'm getting older. I know I'm not going to live forever. I just want to have this. And I just wanted this so bad. But then little did I know, you know, at least on the bright side, that it would not only work, but then I would 
get to do some more LAN parties. I would get to start a podcast with Brian and get to be friends with people like you. So it's it's got a happy ending to it for sure. And it, it makes me really grateful. So thanks for thanks for reminding me of that, man. Great message. Absolutely. Thank you so much, dude. Um, Josh, this next one, this is kind of interesting. We got an email from, I'm probably going to mispronounce it. I apologize. I'm not trying to. Um, Mylan Parmar. Um, okay, cool. Goes by Captain Charisma. Says Captain uh, Charisma. I know this is different. Says I'm a Halo fan from Asia. Okay, cool. I know a rare sight to see and a small content yeah. creator as well. I have memories of getting the original MCC back in 2014. And if you would like to hear my experience, I'd be happy to put together an audio clip. So here's an audio clip. Um, they're going through Google uh, Drive. I think it's going to work. If it doesn't, then we will move on to another clip and make sure we get yours in the next episode. Uh, For sure. I, I think it'll work. Let's it. see if it works here. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. This is Captain Charisma. Cool. I'm a small Halo content creator and a lifelong Halo fan from Asia, specifically Taiwan. I actually have pretty vivid memories of the initial launch of MCC back in 2014. With Halo 2 being my favorite game of all time, the announcement of MCC and Halo 2 Anniversary had me super hyped. I even had a countdown on my work computer at the time. The launch date was November 11th, or the 12th for us over here in Asia, and I had called Mm -hmm. in sick just so I could play the game on release. Again, with Halo 2 being my favorite game of all time, I jumped right into Halo 2 Anniversary's campaign, and I was grinning from ear to ear. I was just mesmerized by the visuals. I was so impressed with how faithful the visuals were compared to CE anniversary. Seeing the blur cutscene of Chief giving the Covenant back their bomb after Cairo Station brought me back to my childhood. It was just awesome. Delta Halo looked beautiful, and the skybox on High Charity was brilliant. The music was spot on. I finished the entire Halo 2 campaign on that same day and decided to take a break. I wanted to go online and see what people were saying about the game. And unfortunately, this is where the experience started to go downhill. Among the various positive reviews for Halo 2 Anniversary, there were numerous complaints about how multiplayer wasn't working. I'm gonna be honest, it was a bit concerning, but I didn't really think too much of it. I was just assuming that it would be fixed pretty quickly. Before going to bed that night, I started up the game again to play some multiplayer and I think you guys know what happened next. I spent roughly around two hours in the lobby and didn't find a single match. Again, it was a bummer, but I figured they would probably fix this overnight while people in my time zone were asleep. So the next day I texted my boss saying I was feeling a little better, but I wanted to play it safe and took another day off. I started searching multiplayer and once again, I couldn't find any games after an hour of searching. This time though, every once in a while, games would connect and start finding players and then disband them right before the game would start. Eventually, I gave up and just played Halo 3's campaign for the rest of the day. Over the course of the next few days, I would mostly just replay some of my favorite campaign missions across the four original titles in the collection. Occasionally in the middle, I'd try searching for some matchmaking games, but again, the results were pretty much the same. Some days I would search without getting into a single match, and on other days I would get into a match with half the players disconnecting. So, a few weeks went by, and I pretty much just gave up on the multiplayer. I mostly just used MCC to play the campaigns and jumped on when the Halo 5 beta came out. 
And then by 2015, I moved out to Shanghai for work and I stopped gaming as much and just exploring the new city and making friends. I would occasionally play Halo 5 throughout the years, but rarely MCC unless it was for campaign. Fast forward to the end of 2019 with the release of MCC on PC. I didn't think much of it because I wasn't a PC gamer, but I was happy mm -hmm. that new fans would get a chance to experience Halo for the first time. I didn't have any Absolutely. expectations about how the game would improve though. Around that time, I got married and decided to visit my family Great. in Taiwan in 2020 for my Lunar New Year holidays. And the world was hit with COVID. China stopped allowing foreigners to return, and my original Xbox One just sat there in Shanghai collecting dust. Oh, wow. By the way, it's still there collecting dust. I had an older Surface Pro at the time, and I knew I had to work remotely, and I also wanted to continue gaming. But my Surface Pro wasn't going to cut it, so I invested in a gaming laptop. This is where I picked MCC back up. I started playing a ton of Halo multiplayer, made some very special new friends from all over the globe, and we were very hyped for Infinite. We would pretty much play every day and just talk about our lives on Discord. It really did feel like the good old days. Playing MCC oh, yeah. after work with them just made us forget about how crazy the world was with COVID. It truly was a special time. Nowadays, my focus is mainly on Infinite and making content for the game. I hop back on once in a blue moon to replay some of my favorite campaign missions, but that's about it. That being said though, MCC has come a long way and the game it is today is a fantastic monument to the collection of Halo titles we all grew to love. Thank you guys for allowing me to share my experience with you guys. I hope you found it enjoyable. Wow. Very well spoken. Very well spoken. Dude, I need you to, like, stand by my bed reading me Halo novels as I fall asleep. You were get dead ass giving me some ASMR over there. I was getting relaxed and everything listening to that story, yeah. man. Seriously, well said, well spoken. And, man, uh, I think he said Captain Charisma. I'm going to have to look him up on YouTube after this. But uh, I got I to gotta find your content, man. I got to find your content. But, dude, super well said, Dan. Um, and, and, man, oh, my gosh, that had to have been so devastating when the pandemic hit, though. And, and you know, that's left behind and everything like that. But, um, yeah, all the more reason, you know, to, to be grateful um, for those that play it on PC. Because I don't. I still play it on my Series X and stuff like that. Brian, too. But uh, I'm so glad that they have that out there as an option. So then you could experience it, you know, not being able to play it on your Xbox One. But, um Dude, that's a that's a great story to hear. The good in uh, the good in the bad, and and you know just where it is now and stuff like that. I think that's so cool to hear. Congratulations on your marriage, by the way. Um, so cool to hear of other people um, from out of country that play Halo and stuff like that because it is rare, but it is exciting to hear and interesting and, and get fresh perspectives on that. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for your message, man. You definitely have a voice for content creation. Stick with it, man. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I, I like this trend I'm seeing of people. Like, well, it's maybe it's bad, but it seems kind of good. I like this trend I'm seeing of people who are like, yeah, I loved Halo and put all my happiness in Halo and then Halo let me down. So I put it aside and then my life changed drastically. I moved or I got a new job or I got married. Everyone's life got kind of better. <laughs> got Everyone's life got better once they gave Halo up for a bit. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, I got a better life now. And, and, and MCC mm -hmm. works. So this is great. Um, but yeah, I really was, I was hanging on every word, man. That was a really interesting story. Uh, thank you yeah. for sharing that with me. And kind of crazy how yep, you got caught up in that in. pandemic. Crazy how that got, oh, you got caught up in that. But uh, yeah. yeah, congratulations on, on getting married and um I'm glad to have you back, and, and thanks for listening and sending that in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. dude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Josh, this next one is from our patron, Blind Valkyrie. Blind Valkyrie? Halo awesome. MCC First Impressions. Hell, yeah. I'm going to download this one and hopefully get to it quicker. <laughs> uh, I love the, the lulls. Yeah, right. Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's on uh, 
Master Chief Collection's release was an interesting one. It was a bit broken, of course, as many people remember. The multiplayer online wasn't. I'm, hold on a second, I'm confused. I'm confused, hold on a second. Did we get a glitch in the Matrix? Well, this is interesting, because I thought this was from Blind Valkyrie. This is from Nova Valkyrie? I must have mixed it up, Josh. Oh, okay. Must be well, a different hey, person. Shout out to our patron, Blind Valkyrie. Yeah, <laughs> Let's hear okay. this from Nova Valkyrie. I mixed that up, guys. Okay, well, it's okay, we'll roll with it. Let me see here. Um, roll with it, baby. Yeah, my experience on uh, Master Chief Collection's release was an interesting one. It was a bit broken, of course, as many people remember. The multiplayer online wasn't the best at the time. And, of course, mm -hmm. there was only the Halo 1 through 4 at the time. Right. Although, with the fact that we could have Halos 1 through 4, it actually gave me the opportunity to play through Halo 2, which was one of the Halos that I actually could not get my hands on at all throughout the time. I remember every time I tried to collect all the Halo games after I first played Halo 3, which got me into it. Nowhere, absolutely nowhere, not even in an EB game store, which is the stores we usually go to Australia from. They didn't mm -hmm. even have them either. Hmm. So, yeah, kind of sucked. So when I got the Master Chief Collection, I thought, holy shit, I could play through Halo 2 on even older remastered graphics. So when I did, I went just that. I went straight over to Halo 2, hands down, on classic graphics, classic sounds. I wanted to get about as classic the experience as I could get on this re-release, basically, yeah. of Halo 2. Absolutely. So, yeah, overall, while I definitely had some teething problems, a lot of teething problems, it, of course, got better over time, I've got to say. It was honestly a really good idea, as much as people call it a cash grab. Mm -hmm. To say that I... Thought MCC was perfect on release or while it was still new. It's definitely, um, it, it definitely wasn't. But for all the issues it had, it did bring something for both new and old players to go through. New players could experience the older games for what they weren't go through whatever games they couldn't get, and the new players could get nostalgic over all these memories they had playing on LAN parties of multiplayer or yes. the time they spent going through the campaign, especially. The veterans who played through the legendary, mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was it was definitely great. I honestly loved it for what it was, as infamous as it was. But the launch of MCC was great because, as I said, it was just it was something that honestly I didn't expect, and I'm actually really cool. I'm really glad Three Four Three went through with it. Um, but it, yeah. It definitely helped me experience the entire uh, Halo trilogy in its original timeline, along with, of course, once again, getting to experience Halo 4 once again at sure, 60 frames sure. per second. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, dude. No, I can see, like, I mean, the growing, the trend here, and I think we all, I think most everyone agrees, is, like, the collection is freaking phenomenal and badass now, you know? And it was, it, and now that we've arrived in this time, it's all worth it, right? Like, if you had asked me or Josh in 2014 when the game was announced, hey, do you guys want this game broken and not working this year and we'll fix it in four years? We would yeah. have been like, no, just don't even put it out. Just don't even put it out. I don't want it. It's shit. You know, like yeah. we would have said. But we didn't get that choice. And now that we lived through it, we get to be on the other end of it where it's working and has all this extra content and it's better than ever. Um and I, I think it deserves all the praise in the world at this point. So, well said. 100%. 100%, dude. Thank you for sending that in, man. Uh, you know, 
we sometimes neglect to mention just how interesting it was for Halo at that time because you had a Combat Evolved Anniversary on 360, you had Halo 3 on 360, Halo 4 on 360, you had Halo Wars on 360. You know, you knew Halo 5 was going to be coming on Xbox One at some point, but you know, you, you the only way you could play Halo 2 was backwards compatible on the 360 if you didn't play it on the OG Xbox, right? So getting to have that be the primary sort of like promoted aspect of MCC along with everything else that was coming, was just uh, made for an amazing time. And it, it, it modernized Halo 2 and made it more accessible for people. And it's the one that should be the most, I think, in a lot of ways for some. And, you know, it's not to poo-poo on the others to say they're they're less favorable or, or less good or anything like that. It's just Halo 2 was really what put Xbox Live on the map and stuff like that. So that's the one, you know, that hadn't given been given that treatment. And, you know, then it got it. And that was really the focus of that, um, leading the charge for that release. So, I mean, I'm... Uh, I, Halo 2 Anniversary is just a banger. I mean, out of all these remasters or remakes that we've gotten in these years, you know, Halo 2's uh, Anniversary is just god tier. Brian, I was listening to uh, those Misa... Uh, Misha Man... Man how yeah, Misha Mansour, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, dude, he's got one. Like, there's one in there, I'm like, eh. But there's a second one in there, I'm like, dude, I fucking love this shit. I love those tracks more than I love those Incubus ones, where they're like, follow! Oh, I do too. I thought I thought you disagreed on that though. I used to. I, that's that. I used. I don't to like the Incubus songs at all, dude. Uh, it's Follow in Flight. Yeah, Follow in Flight that's that what I love. Oh my god, Follow in Flight, Flight is way better. It's a huge. So upgrade. good, dude. So remove good. your oh nostalgia. My. It's way better. <laughs> yeah, but and, you know, and I thought I thought in some ways. Um, I forget. I, I'm totally blanking on his name right now, but. Uh, there's there's some of it that I'm like, man, they went a little too hard on that soundtrack. But that soundtrack is a freaking banger. That whole experience is a freaking package banger, man. Switch between the that's the thing is like, oh, if you God, if you try it. to, I mean, it's it's kind of impossible to do. But if you view Halo Two Anniversary campaign as its own piece at launch in 2014, you can tell they poured a ton of love and, pa- and passion into that. That yeah. was pretty. I don't think that was broken at all. At launch, no, the campaign. No, you could clearly feel the love, and especially when you watch that remaking the legend documentary yeah. of Halo Two. There's, you see there's all the love a lot of people out there who say like Halo didn't really start till Halo Two. You know, like I don't know if I agree with that, but like I've seen people say like Two is really where that's where it was cemented to them. Like this is a thing I care about deeply. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like I don't necessarily agree. It's just like Halo One became it, it put Xbox as a brand on the map. But then Xbox 2 said, Xbox is here to stay. Also, welcome to Xbox Live. Also, I'm different, but I'm just as equally cool, if not more badass. Yeah. You know? It, so, I mean, it just it, it proved that it could be a franchise and that Xbox had lasting legs. So, yeah. But anyway, thank you so much for that, dude. Last one here, Josh. This one's one I read off. It's from our boy. He changed it up. I think he wants to be it wants it to be read differently. This is who usually goes by Mustard Chief. But yeah. he's Mustard Choff now. <laughs> mustard right, Choff. That sounds like a trough, like a pig trough full of mustard or something. I don't know. Mustard <laughs> yeah. Choff. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Hello, Sacred Boys. I was completely out of the loop when MCC came out. I was a Nintendo fanboy in 2014 and was more concerned about the 3DS remakes of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire at the time. Oh, shit. Shout out, man. I got one of those. Alpha Sapphire. I didn't even know that MCC launched in a broken state until the multiplayer got fixed in 2018. Once I got into Halo in 2015, I just played Halo Offline exclusively on 360 and continued to do so until I eventually got an Xbox One S in 2020 as well as Game Pass. I downloaded MCC and tried out online Halo multiplayer for the very first time. The first match I ever did online was longest in Combat Evolved with an assault rifle start. During the match, some guy in game chat asked if I had a mic. I said I did and we had a conversation. We added each other on Xbox and I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
Good. Classic. Good time. Classic. Last year in 2021, I was playing MCC when I got a message from a guy in the same game as me asking if I wanted to join his clan. I gave it a shot and got to experience playing Halo Online while talking with a group of four or more people. Even if the days of open mic lobbies are over, it's still possible to make friends in game chat. One of my friends who's really into COD has made a good amount of Xbox friends while playing Black Ops 4 or Modern Warfare 2019. Keep it sacred, Mustard Chief. Okay, he says Chief at the end there. So basically, you just want to talk about how great it is to still make friends in Halo, which is really, that's really cool, man. That's wholesome as heck. That's that's a made me smile channel in the Discord thing. <laughs> dude, man, uh, <laughs> I totally get that, dude. I can't tell you how many people I added at different points that were like, oh, this account's a burner. Last online nine years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Now that's that's heartbreaking there. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, dude, you like know, the, I, the Halo still to this day is bringing so many people together to be friends. People are meeting their girlfriends, boyfriends, getting married. You know, there was a proposal in Halo Three through Forge. Yeah, it was the Mary. I want to hear if anyone's ever like found their long lost child like through Halo. Well, I do remember there being a sweet story. I want to say it was Halo Three, but this guy reached out to someone, uh, this old buddy he used to play Halo Three with, messages him and it's like, "Hey man, remember me? We played Halo Three together. Uh, you want to play again?" And this person replies and says, "Hey man, that this was my brother's account. He yeah. passed away. I'm his little brother. Do you want to play?" And I just thought it's heartbreaking, but also kind of beautiful, you know, to see that legacy. Yeah, technology, it, it adds this like beautiful and creepy element, right? Where it's like you can see someone's social media profile after they've died. And that yeah. kind of bothers me, but I'm also kind of like there's like a memory of them. I don't know. So, dude, not to be um, bleak though. Halo no, introduces no. you to friends, and it's awesome. Thank you for that. Dude, I want to say I could be getting it wrong, and I hope I'm not. But man, you mentioned uh, there was like. I just thinking back to when Halo 2 had clans and shit like that. There's a story, dude. I remember I'm playing Halo 2 and I think it was KSI, I think was the clan. I can't remember for right. sure now. But um my, me and this buddy of mine uh find out that like we, we were in a lobby with a dude and he's like, you know, anyone wants to play, you know, he puts out a message and stuff like that. If anyone wants to join basically like let us know. And we were like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, at the time we didn't have groups to play clan matches with. It just sounded exciting. And it was like the equivalent of like doing a raid in Destiny. It was like, holy shit, we can get this many people and do this special thing. But we go into this lobby and we sat in there and waited for like over an hour for them to get this other guy in. And we had to do like some training thing. And I remember at that point, I was like, dude, fuck KSI. I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, I'm just going to go play man. I was like, this is so ridiculous. You got me waiting in here and I got to go through a training regimen? Bro, this is a video game. Yeah. Get out of here. And I granted, I know the East or you know the the MLG scene at the time, but I was just like, I don't know, something about that made me think of that memory. Yeah. And to this day, I'm like, that is an hour of my life. I, I'll never. Not ever for me, dog. Back. Not for me. Yeah, not for me, dog. <laughs> That's classic. But anyway, hey, uh, th thanks, buddy. Thanks, mustard. Yeah, uh, but thank I, you everyone for sending those yeah. clips and, and emails. Uh, really appreciate. Dude, that. you guys that, are so great. We appreciate yeah. you guys and everyone else listening and stuff like that. I mean, you guys make it what it is. And you know, so much of this podcast is facilitated because of. MCC bringing us bring bringing Brian and I back together. That's a lot of bees, and you know, and getting to this point where it's playable and stuff like that. A big portion of our, our beginning of our podcast was talking about the PC releases and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool, I, and it's I great love, to see it in the. State I love how all these write-ins and voice messages they kind of reinforced our sentiment, which is MCC's great now. Like that's pretty much what everyone said. Like yeah, it sucked in the beginning, but now it's freaking awesome, and I love it. So. Yeah. Well, I can acknowledge how much it sucked and how ridiculous it was, but then at the same time, I'm not going to hold it over 343's head right? anymore. They've more and than earned their the, place in forgiveness and, and also gone the extra mile, I think, too. You know? That's kind I of I wish other point. games got that. That's kind of the point of this little trilogy series we have here of the the rise, the fall, 
the redemption and aftermath is, you know, we acknowledge that so the hype was there, the announcement, the idea for the collection, it was there, it was amazing, came out, they dropped the ball so hard, it was it was a disaster, it was awful, it was depressing, it sucked, we hated it, and then time passed, they fixed it, they made it better than ever, they went above and beyond, and now it's something that we all look at favorably and we're so happy to have. And that's, you know, when I see people saying that, you know, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't ever focus on the negative, or well, we don't focus on it, but we definitely talk about it. And if you go through this series, oh yeah, and, believe me, guys, there was a point when I was like, "Fuck three four three. I I was so upset. So with, was Breaking know. Benjamin. He said it from the stage. Yeah, which is a little <laughs> too much. But, although at the time I was like, "Yeah," but that's that's different. Well, because it just you know, People in throw. that in like I People said before throw. in the last episode, in that we that those the days after <laughs> MCC came out, that week of, it literally felt like they just didn't give a shit. And they yeah, all out. the radio silence was it felt honestly like, the roughest part. It, it felt the like they threw part. out garbage and knew it and just pulled it. Yeah. I, I, it was it was hard not to think the worst of them because we never experienced a game that was so broken in our lives. No, let alone all these this whole package of games that we considered near and dear to our hearts that worked on previous gens and stuff like that. But you know what? It's amazing. Halo MCC's legacy to me is always going to be this utopia of Halo. It's like this like heaven of Halo that you can go to and you can just re-experience this stuff over and over and over, you know, and it's never going to go away. It's just always there and it's that happy endorphin rush. Uh, it rush, runch? Uh, happy, I'm hungry for lunch. But it's that happy endorphin rush um, that also provides a ton of nostalgia, creates a ton of new memories with a lot of new people. And they're just always adding to it. And here we are. You know, we didn't even mention that supposedly we're getting like uh, that Halo 2 uh, E3 demo level that's going to be coming back. A lot of this shit, you know, they're going to be trying to restore in certain ways. And it's just it just keeps getting better. And you go, you know, in the classic Brian phrase, you know, I know where it begins, but tell me where does it stop? What, 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 how does it go again? Where, where does it end? Or something like that. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, I see where it begins, but tell me. Where does it end? Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I tell people way. when they're eating food or something, and I'm trying to like make them feel bad or eating so much food, I'll be like, oh, I saw you eat them chicken tendies and them mashed potatoes and them fries, but now you're eating that steak and there's there's still some pie. Tell, tell me, where does it end? But Josh, I wanted, you got me, I, I wanted to make sure I said this at the end, I almost forgot, but you got me to remember um, by, because you were saying how they're doing the Halo 2, like cut level and all this yeah. stuff, and you know, it really takes me back, and I wish I could find the quote, maybe I'll find it and put it on Discord or Twitter. Joe Staten, I think, was the one who said it back in 2010 or whatever. He was basically saying, what's happening now with Bungie is that we're moving on to a new future and we're handing the reins off to the fans. 343 are the fans of Halo. And the fans from now on are going to curate this experience. The fans are going to judge what happens in Halo and where Halo goes from here. And that's what 343 has always been to me. It's been passionate, talented fans who wanted to continue the series? It's not. It's not the, the the little group of guys at Bungie who were kicking around and being hungry and feisty and made Halo. It's not them anymore. It's it's a corporation that is that is comprised of fans of the series who who wanted to continue it on and love the series. And I love three four three so much. I love them more today than ever. They're far from perfect. They're not the best developer in the industry. They're not like I'm not gonna say that they're just like that all their mistakes are just accidents or it's not their fault. But I love them, and they're one of my favorite video game studios of all time. And it's not because they're so good. It's not because they've put out my favorite game of all time. Sure. It's just because I love I love the, the idea of them, the culture of them. I love that this is a studio of people that love Halo and want to make it 
better. They want to they want to add to it. Sometimes they succeed, sometimes they fail. But I love the people there. I love the experiences I've had. Like the fact of the matter is, like I'm pretty sure if you ask me or Josh, I, I don't even know. I don't even think I need to say pretty sure. I think it's a fact. If you ask Josh, you know, would you rather have Halo Original Trilogy or Halo 4, 5, and Infinite? Or if you ask me, would you rather have Halo Original Trilogy or 4, 5, and Infinite? Every single day of the week, there's not going to be a single moment where we consider an answer other than the original trilogy. Because we care about it more. We love it more. But if you, but the fact of the matter is, the amount of fun and, exp- and entertainment and, and, and new friendships and moments and experiences we've had with War- Halo 4, 5, and, and Infinite mm-hmm. is, is outstanding. Like, I would say that the amount of time... And enjoyment I've got out of 343's products has exceeded most of my gaming experiences. It's up there. So I just love the no, studio. I'm so dude. thankful for MCC. I'm thankful for 3432 and MCC because, I mean, it's they've done a great job. I, I don't know who else has done a, as good a job. You know, show me, you know, who's done as good a job at 343 as, as showing love to that legacy. And, and not even using it – I don't even want to use this as a platform to poo-poo on Infinite. But, I mean – Sometimes it feels like that's getting more attention by 343, who didn't even make those games sans Halo 4, than MC, or than Infinite's getting. You know, it feels like it's getting more attention and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's no part of them that is like, we're only going to focus on our stuff. Our our era of Halo is like the only era and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they, they embrace it all and stuff like that. And I really, that we can only hope for that with other studios that inherit stuff, you know, and whatnot. So, uh, shout out to 343 man for making MCC what it is um, for taking what what Bungie uh, all the things that Bungie gave us to make us fall in love with this franchise and want to stick around with it forever and putting it in one package uh, sticking around with the time it took to uh, make this thing actually work and then go the extra mile and take us through so many different laps of content drops and still in 2022 eight years almost after this game shipped, still be adding stuff to it and stuff that we never yep. thought we would get. It's pretty crazy, and I can't wait to see all the new experiences we're going to get to have in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing product. I'm, I'm so glad we have it, and uh, all, all this uh, this little series of episodes we've done has made me appreciate it even more. Josh, would you mind pulling up the patrons again while I give off the business real quick? Hell yeah, buddy. Um, Guys, if you want to support us monetarily, go to patreon.com slash sacred icon. For as low as a dollar, you can get your name mentioned on the podcast. There's lots of different tiers, things you can get there. You can even be on the podcast if you're in the right tier. Uh, we'd love that if you could support us there at Patreon. Uh, if not, just listening, just uh, hanging out in the Discord, Twitter, that's enough. We appreciate you. Uh, guys, if you want to live, uh, leave us a voicemail or an email, you can do that to uh, send that to sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow Josh on Twitter, he is at Jedi Knight Joshy. If you want to follow me, I'm at Brian's Bane. Um, come join the Discord. Come hang out. Guys, we love having you. Uh, thank you so much for that. Let's go ahead and read off our patrons, Josh. You go ahead and read them off, and I'll throw in some memes here and there. Sure. Sounds good, buddy. Starting off with Boba's feet. Ooh, they're sticky. Got- <laughs> and I might be mispronouncing this again. I'm so sorry. DND de Hombre. Yeah. Uh, Colin, Dude, I'm not sure uh, thank you so much. It. I have to look it up yeah, myself. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We want to get it right. Jessel Insanity, uh, Wesley Eaton, Agira, or I'm sorry, yeah, Agira, Lisa McCreary, Sparkies, Hocus Locust, Blind People Valkyrie, with a double shout out to Blind Valkyrie, uh, William yeah. Green, Kevin Benson, Albino, I Irving TV, Jason Bird. What do you think about Jason Bird, Brian? I'd say he's like a bird and he's true. Oh, coming in there at the end, moving on. We got AJ's tank. Evan Liao, 
Fallout 152, Church on a Hill, Ian Rucker. Brian says, it's Daruk. I say, the fuck? He says, no, it's Daruk, you little bitch. <laughs> Shin Revel, we got Irish Phoenix. Brian, what's he do? Ascending from the ashes, born anew, it's <laughs> Dumbledore's bird. <laughs> Lame Shark, we got the Dab. Eric, oh yeah. Eric Milligan, Jared Hartley, Small Print TV, Aaron, Colton Pittman, Rodan, sending in that great clip, Butter My Waffles, hmm. Nerva, aka my childhood friend David, Anthony Dorsey, Caleb Webster, Chris Greco. Chris Greco, make it have you seen my Greco Chris Greco? Josh, just do it one more time. I said, no problem, Josh, let me do it. Chris Greco, make it have you seen my Greco with Chris Greco? Boom, go. I <laughs> love it. Tony, thank you so much. Pixel Freaks, thank you so much. King Grunt, Aries 0430, Huge Montana mustache. Menace, Green Plumber, a.k.a. Brian would say uh, freaking Ouija, Joshy Big Boy, <laughs> Ryan Barka, Dustin Mandre, Bramola, Corey Hanks, Prayanshu Kumar, Brentonimo, Mikey Cosplay, Ian Mills, Photon, we got Kay and Nick. What's Kay and Nick say to us, says, uh, Guys, uh, thank you for the podcast. It's quality. Uh, here's my support. <laughs> Trevor Polkey, the ship leaves, the storm, and the man who saw Justice League and knew what needed more, ladies and gentlemen, it's Matthew Salvatore. Boom. There it is. Guys, thank you so much for joining us through this mini retrospective of MCC. We covered this the rise. Awesome, man. We awesome. covered the fall. We covered the redemption and aftermath. Uh, we would love to hear what you guys thought of this these episodes uh, afterwards. Let, let us know what you thought. Did you enjoy them? Did it make you think differently about MCC? Are you still salty about MCC somehow? How can you be? There's so much content. Uh, let us know if you are, though. But I think most of us are just very, very happy that we have this, and we're so appreciative and thankful that we have something like this today. Not many franchises get a collection quite like this. In fact, I would say I think none, pretty much. I mean, you got something like Drake's Uncharted Fortune... Uh, collection, but that doesn't have the multiplayer. It's still order. different. It's, it's still different. different. It's not unified. It, you know, it's it's not the same. So, great collection. Um, it's different. It, uh, you, you get to, you buy the Halo One, you get the Halo Two, and uh, you split the Halo Two Anniversary multiplayer into classic <laughs> and anniversary. Okay, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred Icon Podcast. Love you guys. And as always, keep it sacred. <laughs>